This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Let me go to the first page first before I do the introduction. Hey everyone, welcome back to this Muslim Girl Podcast. This is Noor. And today I have with me a special guest. Okay, so I say special every time and I'm not lying. There is a special guest every time. But this one's a little bit more special because she's one of my best friends. And you probably know her from a previous episode where we did a Q&A. Everyone, welcome Khulud. Hi everyone. So I invited Khulud over um, to record this episode with me because I bought this book a few months ago. It's called Three Questions, Three Thousand Questions About Me. I keep wanting to say three <laughs> questions. That'd be a very short book. Three Thousand Questions About Me. And I bought it when I was um, going to start traveling because I wanted to have something that I can that can keep me occupied while I was on long flights and long layovers. And I'm not someone who likes to read a lot, so I wanted something that would kind of take up time but also be in a way self-reflective and that's really what this book does. I highly recommend it. I got it from Barnes and Noble and so I thought it'd be really fun if she and I sat together and went through some of the questions, picked some of them out and basically had conversations about each one of those. So I hope you enjoy this episode and as always thank you for listening in. Okay question one, what crime would you like to investigate? Murder. Duh. (laughs) I would want to do murder but uh, why murder i feel I, like that's i don't know i am I, I i watch a lot of murder documentaries and podcasts so i've, I've always wanted to do murder investigation okay but that there's a difference between like listening to them and actually doing you really think you'd go in like yes look at a corpse and yes the pick all the evidence scene. i need yeah definitely are you serious? Okay, no. I think... You do, do you not watch Forensic Files? No, I love those type of shows. Don't get me wrong. And I can watch it, but I think it it's a different thing if I'm going to have to go do it myself. And so I feel like, you know, I so I've been on jury duty before once. And I've always wanted to be... I was one of those people that always wanted to be on jury duty because I wanted to see what it was like. And the one I did, it was like a misdemeanor. It wasn't like anything serious which i kind of thought it would be cool if it was but i don't know about like actually going out and investigating something yeah you don't have to investigate as a um jury you're just like taking whatever yeah yeah yeah. no but i'm saying like that interests me but to go into actually investigating maybe like um like a missing person i think would be interesting just like not necessarily a missing body but a missing yeah yeah that would be cool i i really want to be in a jury um i had jury duty earlier this month but did you get selected no my my boss made me change it really he actually wanted me to cancel it but then i'm like i actually want to do this (laughs) so did you (laughs) no i had to reschedule it because one of my coworkers was out oh okay and i can't i couldn't really go 
So instead of like, you know, canceling all of it, I was like, no, I actually want to do this. So I rescheduled it for April. So hopefully I get selected. Like every time I, like, you know, I went to jury duty, I never be- picked hmm. because the first time my name was wrong. <laughs> so they had to cancel it. And then the second time they just never called me. Yeah. Uh, but I've always wanted to. I be. feel like people complain about it, but I don't know. I'm one of those people that actually likes it. It's yeah, me weird. Too. I've always wanted to be picked. Uh, yeah. And I want to do like a murder case. Mine was a three day trial. No. I mean, no, I think that would be cool to be on like a a pretty serious trial but be showing all the evidence no that stuff's interesting i'm just saying i don't want to go out into the actual crime scene and like investigate i don't know if i could do you that you know what i i, sh- I should i should not say that because i've never seen a dead body exactly <laughs> no, i react. think the idea is but... seems cool but yeah. to actually do it i feel like you it'd be very hard yeah but i think it'd still be like you know what? Why don't you go? Why don't you go shadow someone? Yeah. Give me your funniest answer. Why did the chicken cross the road? There was a vegan on the other oh side. Oh my god! <laughs> that's what I was just gonna say. They will not. The vegans were on the other side. I was. I just thought of it. <laughs> I was like, I hope she doesn't say that because that's. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Did it? Okay. Okay. okay what's the next question? What do you have love-hate relationship with? What do I have a love-hate relationship with? Um, I think social media is definitely a love-hate relationship with me. It's And it's not like, it's either I, there's times where I really love it and there's just times where I really hate it and I just don't want it. So that probably would be my answer. For me, it's definitely food. No, I love food. I don't think I've ever hated food. No, I I love it. Like, especially rice. I love rice, but if I'm trying to, like, watch what I'm eating, it's so hard to not eat it. Especially, like, that's what my mom cooks almost every day. Yeah, carbs are life. I love rice, and I eat it. Even if I'm, quote-unquote, on a diet, I just eat less of it. But you're Yemeni. Do you know what portion control is? I cannot. No. Not with the rice. Not with kebsa and zirbian. (laughs) Wait, what's kebsa? So people know because oh okay so zirbian pretty much i think they're pretty much the same it's rice and meat um kind of similar to biryani mm-hmm. but, it's the but different version. flavors yeah, yeah. the yemeni has all good though flavor. yeah it's so delicious and then when my mom cooks that especially if she makes it with lamb you're gonna eat it yeah there's no way of there's not. no way of tonight like it's not just gonna be like one portion gonna be it's gonna be double triple eating for yeah so you know you gotta you gotta learn how to how to control your portions if it's like early in the day if she makes it on a weekend i won't feel bad because we'd eat a little early but if it's like a weekday i come home so like after work i'll go straight to the gym and then i'll be home by by seven and that's when I would eat it. See, I don't know and if that's, that's a good thing or a bad thing that you're offsetting it. Like you went to the gym so you can have your kebsa or Exactly. That's how I think. That's, no, that's that's what it comes to. Like when I when I see the rice, I'm like, I just worked out. I can eat this. But no, I shouldn't. I shouldn't yeah. I shouldn't think that well, way. Well, I guess it depends on your goal, right? So if you're trying to lose weight or like you're you're trying to cut, then you shouldn't be eating it. But if you're trying to gain weight, yeah. You can work out and eat those carbs, right? And what's your goal? My goal is to cut rice <laughs> out. <laughs> to 
to have a strong will to do it. But. I just, I, I think, you know when people ask you, um, and this isn't from the book, but if you could have one superpower, what would it be? And I don't know if this is a superpower, but for me, it's not like I want to fly or be invisible. I just want to eat whatever I want and not have to worry about gaining weight or like the, you know, the side effects of that it's going to have on my health. Like the fact that, you know, I don't want any chronic mm-hmm. illnesses. But if I could eat everything and anything and it'd be okay and it has no effect on me, that would be the best. I, li- I think I'd be happy my whole life. But, the, uh, yeah. Yeah, because food is the most comforting thing when yes. you're sad. And if I could eat it and not feel guilty afterward, afterwards. For me, like, it would be specifically, eat. like, ice cream. See, I'm not an ice cream person. I love ice cream. No, and even though I've tried really good vegan non-dairy ice creams, I just, I'm a cookie person. Give me a nice warm chocolate chip uh, cookie. I don't like cookies, yeah. I'm not a big cookie person. Can we make cookies after this? (laughs) Next question. What word or phrase do you say too much? There are a few out of the phrases that I say. Oh my God, I feel like I could answer this for you. (laughs) I, I don't know. There's one thing that you say a lot, or you used to at least when... When we used to spend more time together, but I won't say it. You say first, and then I'll tell you if you don't. Okay, there's it. a few, but one that I've been saying a lot. Okay, uh, is la tadhak mm-hmm. right? And that translates to only mock a person who prays and fasts. So I don't know if that would make sense to you guys, but. Explain it a little, like, what does it mean? So it means that, you know, whatever you mock or whoever you mock or the action that you mock, you're going to end up in a situation where you have to do the same thing that you just mocked. So just mock a person who fasts and prays because if you do that, you'll become like them and fast and pray. Oh, okay. I actually, for the first time, understood really? what that meant. Yeah. No, I knew, what the, I knew that it meant something like, you know, just don't make fun of other people or judge other people. Yeah. You know the the saying like uh, don't don't throw rocks if your house is made, made of glass. glass. Yeah, yeah. So I think this is I love this saying and I always say it, even to my mom sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she t- she's the one. She's like this. My mom knows a whole lot of phrases. One time I sat down with her, I had her like list me all the phrases that she knows, the many phrases, and mm-hmm. I like wrote a bunch of them. Maybe I should turn them into a book. Maybe. <laughs> So another phrase that I actually like is which I used to say a lot in college. <laughs> which basically translates to... <laughs> what does it translate to? That God only ties down monsters. Sorry, my neighbors are having a party and there's loud Mexican music going on. So I don't know mm-hmm. if it's going to be picked up in the background. It's fine if it does. It'll be like, you know how some podcasts have like background music playing? Yeah. This will be ours. (laughs) No, this is a chill episode, so we can have any type of, if you hear my mom yelling later from downstairs, probably because she thinks I haven't fed you enough, then that makes it to the podcast as well. (laughs) Um, What do I say? I mean, what word do I say a lot? I I say like a lot, and it's been such a struggle for me to not, continuously say it and i'm trying to be more aware of it and like not say it i just said it uh okay this one i thought was funny just because uh we can when we read it it was like interesting because we could actually relate to it but would you try to eat vegan for a week or longer obviously 
I've been plant-based for three and a half years, although I incorporated eggs into my diet a few months ago, but for the most part, I'm plant-based, so that answers that, but you? I have done it for a week, like a little after you started, just to support you. I know. And I really enjoyed it. I felt like it made me more creative in the kitchen. Like, I would look at some recipes that I want to recreate as vegan. And it was really fun. And I do it every now and then. I would make, like, a vegan dish. But do you think that, like, when you do it, is it just out of cre- creativity or is it, like, a health kick, too? No, it's, I, f- I feel like it's super clean yeah. to eat. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah, definitely. I think that's what's kept me on it, honestly, is just it's made me feel good. So people ask if it's easy or if has it been hard and it's like I don't know just when something feels good you, you why would you want to go back to yeah and honestly like right now I do try to watch what I'm eating like if I eat like meat at lunch I'll try not to do meat and like for dinner so, so like, I, you, you're I am more I am conscious more aware. yes I'm more aware of what I'm eating yeah I think also, just to add, for me, I prior to going plant-based, I had an unhealthy relationship with food. I struggled with the way that I looked and the way that food made me feel. And so I was really, um, I was limiting what I was able to eat, not just in terms of what, but also my portions. I think it was, like, I just always felt very unhappy and unsatiated and... It just caused a lot of issues and so when I made the switch to plant-based which was a big change because I went from eating yeah of course like I cut down on meat uh, animal products but my I wasn't having to be aware or think so much about the portion sizes just because a lot of plant-based foods are not as calorie dense as like meat um, and animal products so it was like a different type of experience but it just it stuck with me better and I think it helped address that issue that I was having and so that's pretty much what's helped me stay consistent with it and I recently started adding eggs because my doctor said I need more protein and so I listened to my doctor and I added eggs to my diet how do you like it um it's been good it's helped me with issues that I was having so I actually want to do a separate podcast on this sometime in the future because I have been dealing with some hair issues and or hair loss issues and I actually asked some ladies on Instagram about if they've ever experienced with hair issues because of wearing the hijab and obviously there's other reasons for it other than the hijab but your hair is made of protein and so in order for me to reach the goal that I was working towards with my hair with my doctor it's like I had to increase the protein that I was eating because even if I was eating enough on a plant-based diet for a normal person because I was dealing with the hair loss issues, I had to increase it. And so she was pushing me towards going pescatarian, so adding fish as well, but I didn't feel like I was there yet. And I really wanted to just see if I could do it using plant-based protein shakes and then also eggs. And I think I'm in a, I think I'm in a good place right now, but we'll see how it works out. Okay, the next question is kind of, I don't know, it, you, you might have to put some thought into it, or at least I think I will. What scares you the most about getting older? Losing my parents. Oh, <laughs> Have you Did you see that? I, I saw your sister tweet it, or what? retweet it the other day. It was like, um, it was like a graph, 
of your relationship with your parents, your parents, your dog, your siblings, your mm -hmm. your college best friends, your childhood best friend. And the, looking at the parents' graph made me really sad. Why? It was like, it was like, okay, so it's two lines. And then, like, when the lines get closer, it's like your relationship is close. When the lines are further apart, your relationship is, like, distant. you know, distant. And it shows you, like, you know, you're close during your childhood. Your teenage years is, like, not as close. And then, like... It goes for a while, and then your line continues, and your parents' line stops. ends. Stops. Because that yeah. means that they die? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. And that made me so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to cry looking at it. It's, I think, a reality we don't grasp sometimes. Like, I don't know. You just... Well, I mean, you, you don't know. You, you could be... There's a lot of people who are really old, and they die and their parents are still alive that's a that's a sad thought i don't want to think about that when i think about getting older i mean obviously like i cherish the time i have with my parents but i don't want to think that yeah just uh honestly like when i saw that it just like made me think about it because i, I really don't think about it much i think for me it's kids like having kids and raising them because I think there's some positive and negatives to having kids when you're older. And so, like, we're both 20E and don't have kids. And, you know, I think sometimes about, like, how many kids do I want? At what age am I going to have kids? And, like, how old are they going to be when they're graduating high school? And so I think about how I want my health to be. Like, I want to be an active mother who, you know, is still able to keep up with, you know, her teenage kids. Yeah, and or... Yeah you know, an active grandmother when I have, inshallah, when my kids have kids. And I don't want to be someone who, you know, is sick or not physically fit, which is kind of why I think I'm so motivated at this age to be, like, really active and healthy. But, yeah, I think about, like, my lineage, my kids and stuff. And that kind of, I don't know, it scares me sometimes. Do you want to ask the, the next one? What do you think most people take for granted? Ooh. Why are you smiling? It's. I feel like it's related to... Your parents? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Then just continue off of that. Well, not just my parents. I would say, like, my, my family in general. Um, like, spending time with them? Yeah. Like, sometimes, like, after work, I do not want to see anyone. I just, like, take a shower or, you know, after the gym, I'm so tired to take a shower and I just want to be in yeah. my bed. Yeah. And that's, I'll see my nephew. He'd come and spend like some time with me in my room, but I, I just don't want to hang out in the living room. I just want to relax. And some 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 weeks, that's all I want to do all week, and it bothers me that I do that, because <laughs> I'm like this time I could spend with my family. But you know, one thing I I do, which I kind of like that I do, like if I do hang out with my family, I keep my phone in my room. And yes, I, I know this them. because whenever I have my episodes <laughs> where I call Khalud, because she's the person I go to, I'm like, she's not answering her phone, it's in her room. She's, yeah, I, she's I leave it there. in my room and my, my phone is usually on silent. Because I just come, like, you know, at work it's on silent and I just forget to, like, you know. Oh my God, you're like my sister Henna and I am on her ass about that all the time. 
Yeah. I'm like, you need to. I miss to, a lot of calls. You have to. <laughs> no, but it, honestly, like, that's something that is really important. You need to take your phone off of silent. Because if there's an emergency, someone needs to be able to reach you. And I tell her okay, that all the mama. time. Okay, mama. Yeah. But, yeah, like, if I do spend, like, time with my family, like, I, I do, I'm not on my phone. Which I like about myself. Oh, I that's guess. a great thing to like, do. It'll stay in my room. I, I'm not really like that. I mean, I try to be, but my family can tell you that. It's not... I don't know. I just... It's like a habit. It's always there with me. And I, if I don't have it, I kind of like... I'm looking for it. But sometimes I'll leave it upstairs and I'll be downstairs and it feels good. Because I feel like, oh, I don't have to check it. Yeah. You know? You feel free. I don't know. It's a weird feeling. Yeah, it, it, feels, it feels really good. Um, yeah. That's a really good one. I think for... I would answer that question with health. And I don't mean about like, obviously like being in good health, but sometimes it's even like the things that we don't recognize that we have, mm-hmm. like good eyesight or good hearing or let me tell you, I don't get sick pretty often. Alhamdulillah, I have a good immune system. But one thing I do deal with is PMS. And once a month, <laughs> I get really sick, not like really sick, but like, you know, you get cramps and I have, you know, low tolerance for pain. And I usually never take medication for really anything. Like, I can manage being a little sick if I need to. But when it comes to cramps, like, I will pop pills, give me something. I need to get rid of that pain. And in those times where I'm really in in a lot of pain to the point where, like, I can't function, whether, like, I can't walk or I can't think if I'm, you know, at work or doing something, I think about, my God, how how useful I would be. If I wasn't in this state, like all the things that I could be doing, I go my whole, you know, for however long during the month being fine. Mm -hmm. And then that thing hits you and then you're just like, oh my God, like this is the worst thing ever. Okay, question. Can your coworkers tell when you're on your period by the way you look or by the way you're acting? Um, I don't know, maybe, but I mean, I probably say it. Because if I don't feel good, I'm going to say, like, oh, I just, I'm not feeling good. And if someone says, are you okay? I'm like, I'm PMSing or... Gloria just... always knows. Really? <laughs> yes. Because I'm not smiling. I'm not friendly. <laughs> <laughs> my boss comes and talks to me. Like, my boss is a guy. Of course, he's not going to know. But he talks there and I'm not cracking a smile to him. And she knows. She knows. Oh, my She's friend. like, oh, it's that time. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but like, you know, when you do get hit with something, an illness, or maybe you break a leg or a bone somewhere, when you do, obviously then you're going to remember and recognize the health that you had and like just even not dealing with pain. But yeah, I feel like health is definitely something that we take for granted. and mm-hmm. Especially like looking at older generations, yeah. like Yemeni women. A lot of Yemeni women, like once they hit like, 60s they they come like they have all kinds of illnesses like diabetes high blood pressure pressure, cholesterol a lot of chronic illnesses so you know my grandma has everything everything yeah and she she doesn't she like she she has no energy to just go out and walk like let's go for a walk grandma no i i'm sick yeah when you're young and your body is able to deal with everything that you're it's putting you know you're putting it through it's like there's not really an incentive to be healthy or be Mm -hmm. active 
And so most people are once they go to the doctor and the doctor's like, oh, you know, you're pre-diabetic or, oh, your cholesterol is really high mm-hmm. or some whatever it is. When you get the bad news, that's when you want to change. And by that time, to be honest, it's really hard. Yes. And, and I feel like when you do try to go into it, you feel very, very down because you have this bad news. I don't know. I think for me, what's made it easy is I decided to do it before anything bad happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but well, I feel when like... you're still young and you have the energy, you're taking advantage of Yeah, but also if I do it at, once someone tells me something is wrong mm-hmm. with me, I'm going to be scared because I'm going to feel like every time I don't meet a goal or something, like I'm, you know, ruined because I'm going to be this way or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be a diabetic or whatever it is. But like yeah. at least here, like I have some room for flexibility because yeah. I'm still healthy. Like, all their food is carbs. All of it. Yeah. And some, which is clarified butter or ghee, right? Yeah. Is it ghee? Yeah. I want to say, like, you know, they're kind of forced to cook these things on a daily basis. Well, they don't have the choice to yeah, shop. They don't have and the, yeah. It's not even just to shop, but also what's available to them in those small villages is the wheat. Yeah. And the meat and the rice. And then, what, it's like khosar, which is like that's their their vegetable which is like the it's either like long yeah it's like leeks or romaine lettuce and they eat it whole not like cut up in a salad or anything um but yeah like we we have access to so much now granted whether it's expensive or not but like you have options and we we live in we can do our own grocery shopping yeah we live in a different time they didn't do that it was everything brought to them and to bring this full circle like there's no excuse for someone to be healthy yes and if you're yeah yeah, like if you're unhealthy that's kind of your issue i i think that no matter what there's a way around it i mean maybe there's exceptions but no there's ways around it The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Next question Who would you call their biggest cheerleader who would you call their big wait why do i have to say this a few times to understand it am i dumb who would you call their biggest cheerleader oh like who would you say you're someone else's biggest cheerleader you You. (laughs) (laughs) this is gonna sound really cheesy but in order to not sound cheesy but also be truthful i'll say it like this obviously khulud Yes, that's my answer. But I, I'm, I'm blessed enough to say Khulud and my friends, my other friends, my other best friends, like Zaina and Anissa and Basma and my sisters, obviously, and like my family. Like I have a group of people. But I think 
you and I have just known each other probably other than like Zayna, but the longest in our group of friends. Known about everything that we've ever wanted to do in life, everything that we've dreamed about and talked about since we started college and the stupid things that we tried and did <laughs> and thought would be cool. Yeah. And we were there for each other. Let me tell you, Nude is my biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. I don't have I don't have a lot going on with me, but <laughs> I can tell you that she always like always hypes me up. I am a hype woman. Yeah, yeah. like I I I can be really not confident in myself sometimes and this girl would think I'm the best one who does whatever I'm doing. But there are a lot of things that you are the best one in what you're doing. Uh, see there there she is (laughs) (laughs) but it's true look as 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 much as we cheer each other on we're also very honest with each other about certain things like if i ask you sometimes does this look a a certain way or is this weird or you tell me when we talk about certain things and you uh, in like we share our experiences and i'm like no yeah i'm sorry but no like, she we're does, very honest She does, as well. like, give me their reality cup. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is, I think, the best way to have it. Like, you can't always... You can't always tell people what they want to hear. I'm just very yeah. honest. But I want to see you at your fullest potential. She's definitely... And you need to push sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone needs to push sometimes. And so, having those people in your life is a blessing. I appreciate you so I much. I appreciate you, too. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a little break and have a hugging session. We'll be right back. I'm just kidding. <laughs> What do you want to do when you retire? I want to travel because for me, the thing that I'm really excited about and that I really want to do is travel. And I think right now I have to wait for certain times of the year where my work is light and I can take a few weeks off to travel. And I also have to obviously like save up for it and just logistically speaking, like I can't just get up and leave at any point in time. Would I like to? Yes. And then down the line, I'm thinking like, okay, I'm going to have kids, inshallah. And like, you can obviously travel with kids and that's great. But I think when you're retired, you're not working, you're not having to wait on any type of schedule or like to accrue any type of vacation time. And, you know, hopefully your kids are older than at that age and it's just you and your partner. There's different types of traveling that I want to do. Like, I think it's really cool to get on a trailer is it a trailer? What are they called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a trailer. and Like an RV. Yeah, like an RV and just go like to different... Because I love hiking. You love hiking too. But like being outdoors and, and being able to be mobile and not have to worry so much about hotels. Like don't get me wrong. I, I like staying in hotels and in cities. But to be able to go to different landmarks and um, national parks and have like the comfort of like a home that would be really cool i sound like such a such a stereotypical american retired person but i also want to travel like overseas i feel like today when you travel it's sometimes for let's just say a week and then you're trying to experience these things that you're going on google and searching what do you do in the city and like where are the places to eat and stuff but like if i was retired i think i'd want to go and actually live and submerse myself into those areas in a way that I wouldn't maybe do now. I wish I could do it right now, but I think when I retire, it's going to be more ideal. What about you? I actually want to do my travel when I'm still young, mostly. No, I want to travel too, yeah. but I feel like when you retire is when you can like... Yeah, yeah. Like, 
look unless you marry someone who has a lot of money or you are gonna fall upon a lot of money or make a lot of money it's not gonna happen or like just that be smart at managing your time and money no yeah you yeah. can but hold it what's the most you can take off in a year at your work I don't mind two weeks of vacation. Exactly, but yeah. and, and you will get to and not, you will get to travel. It's you, not only like you went to Malaysia the year before. You went to Egypt last year. I I got to go to the Middle East last year, but we were we we had limitations. My thing is is when I retire, I don't want to have limitations. But traveling is not only just overseas. There's so much here that you yeah, can of see course. just by a car it's, ride. It's the limitations that I have an issue with. And when I retire, I can't wait to be able to do it without limitations. Again, unless I fall upon a lot of wealth where i don't have to work and be limited to a job and an income yeah then... but i i still i think i i still don't want to do much traveling when i'm older i mean i still want to do it but i want to do most of it when i'm young so what do you look forward to then uh i being around family i feel like when you're older you just want to be like i see my grandparents like they're in malaysia right now by themselves and all they want in life is, like, to be with us right now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Arabs so, yeah. want to be with their grandkids and children. Yeah, so, inshallah. And, like, there's this guy. I don't know if he's retired or not. But I always see him in our neighborhood. Like, in the morning, like, when I'm driving to the gym or, or like, at 7 in the morning, I'll see him in the street, like, picking up, like, Crap. cleaning the street. Yeah. He has, like, this stick and his bag and like he's cleaning i'm like that's such a good workout like morning workout yeah. and you're cleaning it's like goals huh, i, I want to be wait, like wait. that can i say something <laughs> yes you told me that you want to travel while you're still young and you don't want to do it when you're older well i want to do that now while i'm younger and not when i'm older <laughs> we can do both yeah okay. we can we can travel and clean the environment yeah. at the same time because I, i've been trying to be more it Aware just like that. I think like with with like if I travel and I'm older, I, I don't know I'm not old so I can't tell but I think it would be like more relaxing. It would be like the things I would want to do is more of a relaxation yeah type. But when you're younger, like you want to just be out there, adventure and you have all the energy to do everything. When you're when you're yeah yeah I, I think it'll be different. I'm hoping that when I am retired, I'm not necessarily experiencing things for the first time, but maybe I get to experience things in a different way. So, like, if I was able to go to, like, let's say South Africa, like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go to South Africa for a week. I'm going to get to experience, you know, the city and some of the ur- uh, uh, rural areas and whatever. Yeah, it's going to be very fast-paced and everything is, like, me searching online where's the pl- best places to go. But when I'm retired, I can go there for, like, a month. And, like, get a condo and, like, actually live there. That's the difference. I think, I think I'm, I know myself where it would be, like, if I'm older, I'd be like, oh, no, I don't want to do this. Really? I don't think I'm going to be like that. (laughs) I'm going to be the complete opposite. I'll be like, no, it's okay. Well, at least now I know we're not doing that together. (laughs) God, I hope my husband's still alive when I'm old, too, so that. I have him, or else I'm going to be doing I'll this be like, alone. like, hey, let's just go chill at the beach. We don't Here in California. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is the most important thing you can do to improve yourself? I guess we can answer this in a way where it's like speaking to someone. What is the most important thing you can do to improve yourself? I, I can answer it in a way where I'm kind of speaking to myself and to a public. Time management. <laughs> That's a good one. That's always important, right? Yeah. 
I are you good at that? I'm not. Not sometimes. Have, have sometimes, you always been like this? Time. I haven't always been like that. Yes, I think I have always been that way. I'm really bad, bad with time management. How do you improve that? Lists. Whenever I do lists, I I do pretty good. So that means you're a visual person. So you like to see what you have to do. Yes. So that way you can check a box and you know. Yeah. That's good. But I don't always do it. <laughs> so you're bad at time management and you're lazy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got it. I think the most important thing you can do to improve yourself is actually self-reflect, which in turn, I think, would lead to the type of things that you're identifying within yourself, which is like you're bad at time management. But for me, I think different times in life, we go through different things, things that hurt us, experiences with people, experiences at work or um, insecurities and just personal struggles that we have within ourselves and each time we go through that I think it's good to reflect during but also more importantly I think after like what did you learn from that experience and what does that say about you I try to be as honest as I can with myself and understand that I have like toxic traits and I am could be sometimes you know everyone has something negative about them and so I think when you can identify with those and you don't have pride or like an ego, then you can always improve yourself because you'll always identify and recognize those little things like you're bad at time management or, um, you know, maybe you're insensitive to the way that people uh, feel when they speak to you or you're a bad listener or certain traits that you might have. And so those things will always help you improve who you are. And I think in return will help improve life in general because it'll build better relationships with people and with yourself and build your confidence and et cetera. I think there's like a, there's a snowball effect when it comes to that. But yeah, definitely like just self-reflecting and being aware of who you are. Yeah, that's definitely not easy. Especially no. if you're a very stubborn person. Hmm, are you stubborn? <laughs> no, am I? Let's ask people who know you. That's my parents. <laughs> <tell you. laughs> See, I'm not a stubborn person. At least I don't. Do you think I'm stubborn? Uh-huh. Be honest, because this is, could be a self-reflecting moment. I don't I think, think I'm stubborn, but you can tell me. I'm pretty flexible. You are, but also like I don't. I don't think it's stubbornness, but like if you have an idea, I do it you do it and you you like bring out all the reasons why you should do it or why you have to do it in a way of like even the other person is opposing you you kind of pull them to your side yeah convince them yeah so i don't think it's stubbornness yeah it's just knowing your shit i guess yeah that's it does help to be honest <laughs> yeah stubbornness no comment no comment <laughs> okay next question what do you consider um forgivable Ooh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things mm-hmm. unforgivable i mean can we just not mention the things that are obvious like killing someone or like hurting someone or raping someone or like those kind of things yeah i think being unfaithful is pretty unforgivable That's exactly what i was gonna answer um i mean alhamdulillah like we we haven't experienced that, but I've met people who have, and it just, it ruins them, really. Yeah. It's crazy because sometimes from the outside looking in, you might feel like, 
I would never stay with that person or I would never Mm -hmm. forgive them, but it happens. I mean, not to bring up, you know, tabloid pop culture, but like what's happened with Khloe Kardashian. Oh, yeah. He, He cheated on her already before. And then now he does it with someone who's even closer to the family. Like, and she took him back, you know, the first time. And I don't know what it's like. I mean, I, I think I would like to say that I would never, ever forgive someone for that, whether I have had a kid with them or not. But I've also just never been in that situation. And you find actually a lot of women with kids, with kids stay yeah. with the Yeah, men. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure the situation would be different if there's no kids in the picture. But there's kids. Honestly, my take is, is, and again, obviously every situation is different, but I'd rather my kid grow up between two households than to try to force something like if someone's unfaithful that already speaks a lot and i know myself i'm You're someone who gonna believe that person i will ever never again. trust them and i never want to yes. be in a relationship with someone that i do not trust because relationship is all based on trust so exactly. if that's gone <laughs> then what's their left i and, 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 and dude, i hold it i know myself i if i do not trust someone girl yeah it's not going anywhere um no like with chloe i don't i'm not a kardashian fan guys no she's not i'm just i'm the social media person but i know all of this because of twitter i'm the i'm the reality tv person she is not um but yeah dude she's she's not financially dependent on him no yeah she's more successful than no one knew who he was before so other than her daughter, which she can raise beautifully herself, yeah. I don't see any reason. But there are women that are know, so dependent on the man. Are so dependent on the man, and that's another reason why so it's so hard for them. They probably would want to leave, but actually mm-hmm. can't because of financial reasons or maybe cultural pressures or. But also, like I think, of, I think of it as like you're in the U.S. and you have your own family. You're never gonna be left alone. Like especially like with us Arab, we're very, especially with your with our with the daughters, family. Like if if she's gonna be divorced, like the family is gonna take good care of her and her kids. Well, Depending. most fa- yeah, most families I would say. Uh, I don't know about. I don't know. I think it's just tricky because even if you feel like your family may or may not, it's the idea of being a burden and like, do you want to start back living? We know as women what it's like to live at home with your parents and the type of restrictions that you have. And then to go and be independent and have your own home, in a sense, it's kind of hard to go back to that with your kids. But so you I think necessi- some of them choose to, to stay yeah, in that but relationship. It, it, you don't necessarily need to go back with your parents. You can have your own place. Girl, not everyone has that choice, though. I mean, yeah, people, maybe now it's more, it's easier and stuff, but some girls don't, and we see that. So... Like I said, I don't know. I've never, and I hope to never be put in that situation. I know that for me, being unfaithful is a red line. And, but that's me speaking from like where I am right now. I think it's obviously different when you have history with someone and like you have kids and stuff. Yeah, but like with. I just know that that relationship will never be the same. It'll never. Ever. Ever. Okay, this was this is a sad question. <laughs> you talked about your parents dying and that this is a sad question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next question. 
Um, what is a question that people ask you that you hate? <laughs> I already know my, I know my, my answer to so this. So someone at a party asked me, like, that was the first thing they asked me. Wait, but has anyone asked you this before? But other than this, this is like a reoccurring question, like things that people ask you that oh. you hate. You know what I mean? I mean, they do ask me similar questions. I don't know if, I don't know if it bothers me as much. When people ask me, like, are you married or not? It doesn't bother me. Girl. But, what? Does it, it bother you? It annoys the crap out of me. Okay, no. So, but when so you're... I'm tired of it. When so. you're already assuming, like, someone asked me how many kids do you have? <laughs> like, they're already, like... Assumed you were Assuming. Married. Yeah, because you're old. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. I think, I think. Are you married? <laughs> it does bother me, but it's like, no, no, no. This is what bothers me. Why are you not married yet? Oh. Not if you're married or not. Okay. Why are you not married yet? That's a good yet? clarification. Yes. Why are you not married yet? Hold like, hey. My next question. Uh-huh. Why are you not married yet? I'm not going to say there's nobody good enough, but <laughs> something, something, something like that. No, I think no, what it kidding. is is I think people don't know that they're crossing a line sometimes when they it's not what you ask it's how you ask it and so I think you're right it's not asking are you married because that's a curious question mm-hmm. and that's that's fine but it's asking why I think that's personal and that's where people shouldn't ask like if you don't if you're not close with the person mm-hmm. you don't ask a person why they're not pregnant why they're not married why they are a certain way that's just rude also also, when people get, like, really personal, like, I've had some people ask me, like, why I said no to a certain proposal. And in my head, I'm like, how the hell do you even know? Everyone knows everything. Well, yeah, that that really bothers me because, it like... posted on Facebook. Huh? I'm just kidding. <laughs> what am I supposed to tell? First of all, this person is not related to you. I'm not related to you. Like... It's none of your business. It's none of your business. I don't know. Do people think you're just gonna pour your heart out and tell them like your life story and why at this age you haven't found someone that i think you... at this age we know who we are who we are and <laughs> what the type of person that can tolerate us <laughs> do you remember that that post i sent you on honest couple the one with elizabeth warren oh yeah <laughs> that's what it reminded me of I it's too late for us guys too late <laughs> Uh, I wish I could, like, visually put something up to show you this meme, but it was hilarious. But um, you know what? You should follow Honest Couple on Instagram because that's the funniest Instagram page ever. If you ever. go to it, okay, pause this. Well, don't pause this podcast, but, like, go to uh, Instagram, go to Honest Couple, and then search through their um, photos and posts and look for the one that has a picture of Elizabeth Warren and her husband. If you don't know who Elizabeth <laughs> Warren is, Google her first. <laughs> you know what she looks like but she's running for president (laughs) and it's just it's a really funny um caption and that's kind of like what we're talking about but uh yeah to answer the question i agree it's why haven't you got married and i think it's also annoying when i see people ask women who are married why haven't you had kids or like they'll ask why you don't have boys like that's not even anyways that question altogether is tied with allah's will no sleep so it all of that is honestly you know i don't have i don't have an answer for it ask allah why don't you pray dua for me be like hey god why is the khurud married (laughs) send her someone who will be good enough 
Be good enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pray for me. Don't don't ask me. Okay, there. She gets feisty. You're not nervous anymore. <laughs> when you look into the mirror, what's the first word that comes to mind? I literally have a mirror right to the left of me, my closet. So if you want to look, or do you know? She's looking. Damn. She's pulling her hair back. What's the first thing? Well, can I say this? The mirror in my room is out. Like right now, I have no mirror in my room. Okay. No mirror. Yeah, yeah, I saw. Okay. I noticed that last time I was there. So I'll have to go to the restroom if I want to look at myself. And I like looking at myself up close to see all my pimples and pop them. <laughs> She's a pimple popper. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I do. Um, I swear, like, like you, I... you, you purposefully get close so you can find a pimple to pop. Yes. Is that why you have so many acne scars? <laughs> I'm joking. Your skin actually looks really good. Actually, there is there is a scar here that I've had since before I left to Egypt, and it's still there. And you popped it. I'm waiting for it to be gone. But do not pop your pimples, even though it's hard because guys do it. Hard. It's so satisfying. No. We're doing ASMR right now. No. Um, I think for me, the only time I would ever mess with something on my face is if it hurts, like, and it it just needs to go. But I try not to. Um, mine is kind of related to that. I look at skin. I don't know. I'm always trying to improve my skin and like skin is really important to me. And I like natural looking like healthy skin. Like I'd rather wear no makeup and, and take care of my skin than to put on makeup. I like makeup, but I'm always trying to identify like what needs to be worked on this week. Like are my pores clogged? Do I need to do a detox and like put a mask on is my skin not hydrated do I need to do that like are my bags really dark do I need to like get off my phone before I go to sleep and you know make sure I'm getting all the hours of sleep and drink more water like I'm always I I examine my face and from that I can tell like what I've been doing to my body that week and try to make it better that and just mashallah you know got a big forehead got a big nose they're kind of the first thing so do you all the good stuff. All the good stuff. <laughs> okay, um, really quick, some 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 quick questions to end it off. Um, what is the most? Uh, what is your greatest extravagance, or like, what is the bit, like most expensive thing you've ever bought? Me, it's my car. My car. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I don't think I would spend it over over $50 on anything except for like my hiking shoes they were kind of expensive but see oh man I feel like I'm gonna go on a tangent with this but let's just do it because if I edit it out then it's not gonna make it in there I've been trying to become more sustainable when it comes to buying clothes and so I started learning a lot about like fast fashion and like the materials the synthetic materials that a lot of those clothes are made with that are cheap and how they get into the water system because when we wash them, they deteriorate. Mm. But also we throw those out at a faster rate because they don't last long. And what that does to the environment and like it goes into the water and into the fish that you eat, I do not. But anyways, this like whole thing, right? And I'm, and I'm wondering like, okay, isn't it smarter than for me to invest into like nicer, a little bit more expensive. I mean, I'm not going high end, but like just high quality, like cotton and wool material mm -hmm. that, is going to last longer for me than 
like the cheap stuff that you buy for like a one-time event because honestly sometimes on your day-to-day basis like I could say throughout the week I can wear pretty much the same pieces over and over for that month like you know you have your staple it's winter time so like your turtlenecks and your sweaters and your coats you're kind of wearing those over and just kind of switching them out in like your jeans if I had like six seven pairs of jeans that were really good jeans I don't need you know different types of jeans but anyways that's what is the quality you most like in a man qualities in a man someone who's empathetic and (laughs) considerate (laughs) yeah those are good ones yeah um for me I think it's I don't know obviously there's like multiple things and I want to find a word that encompasses more than one thing because uh I have a lot of things that are like pretty much at the same level, but I think openness, not in the Mm -hmm. sense of like being modern or liberal, no, because I'm not even necessarily liberal uh, when it comes to everything, but openness in the sense of like when you say someone who you can tell, say something and they understand where you're coming Mm -hmm. from, like someone who's not closed off, who can hear something and like, and not judge you based off of it, but not just judge you, but like not immediately take their own mm-hmm. bias or their own perception of what you just said and run with it. Like someone who's going to be like, hold up, wait, let me let me hear that again. Let me try to understand what you're saying. Like they're open to mm-hmm. understanding you because when you enter a relationship, like you are someone who has a completely different upbringing, a completely different environment than they are. Even if you're of the same culture, of the same religion, it's you still have different upbringings. You have different experiences in life you're not going to understand everything that that person says or does. And for me, I just feel like I need someone who's going to try to understand. You don't have to understand. Yeah. But try. Like, if I feel like you're putting an effort to be like, but wait, why are you saying this? Or why are you doing this? You know, maybe there's something that I went through or a way that I was grew up or the way I was conditioned to believe in something or to do something and this is why I am the way that I am and I feel like it shows a sense of I think it shows that 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 person cares for you mm-hmm. when they want to know because if someone doesn't care for you they, they why would they put the effort and time because it, it takes effort and time to to kind of unravel someone like that and if someone cares enough then I think that they would do that and I think that's a sign and that's something that is a quality that I look for definitely one last question. What is a quality that you most like in a woman? Like in a friend or just a woman that you surround yourself with? Someone who gives you real advice. So someone who's real? Yes. Good. Yep. Uh, so I already answered this one. It's in one of the pages that I already filled out. And mine says kind-hearted and non-judgmental. I feel like someone who is sincere... Just like sweet. There's certain women that I know that are just their heart is sweet. Like you, you sense it. But also they're non-judgmental. I don't like to really surround and you know this, because you're the same way. We don't like to surround ourselves with people who gossip. Or sit in situations where people gossip or judge. Like I don't like being around someone and they're like looking at someone and they're saying negative things about her or him and like what they're wearing or what they're doing or how. It's like if I'm close to the person who's, who's doing it, I will say something. Yeah. Oh, I know you. I know you. It will bother them. But 
but you also wouldn't actively like seek someone or like stick around with someone who's like that it's just a quality that i don't respect like if you spend yeah. your time either talking about people's misfortunes or just the way that they are it's like that's mean i don't i don't like mean nasty people i think that's it unless you want to answer more questions Khalid, is there anything else you'd like to say before we bid you farewell until probably next year actually no i'm hoping to get you back on again i hope I just Inshallah. I hope I was a late guest and you were. Thank I appreciate you. you coming out and I fed her because that was part of the bribe. We got some chips and guacamole we're about to eat on and like No, I really enjoy this. I enjoy every time I'm hanging out with you. So Thank you for listening in and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like and follow this Muslim Girl podcast on all social media platforms. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.